What's up, everybody? Welcome to another exciting episode of Geeks with Grace podcast. We are so excited that you're going to join us tonight and give us a few minutes of your time. In your face, sucker. Yeah, in your face with God's grace. Say that again. In your face, sucker. With God's grace. All right, let's talk about the weather first. Did y'all get a crazy storm today? Man, we were driving back from Lexington today and the rain hit us like I don't know what. But anyway, I cannot believe that tomorrow or Thursday is August the 1st, 2019, which means school is right around the corner. I know a lot of people are not happy with school starting around the corner because that means the kiddos have to get up. But guess what? Some kids out there in Harrison County have already been getting up. Because you know why? It's band camp time. Yes. Band camp time. Yes. Band camp time. Yes. All right. What is band camp? Band camp was a time where Harris County students spent two weeks studying Marching, dancing, performing, music, learning, all kinds of stuff to get ready to put on a incredible show. And they're still practicing even this week and next week. So if you get a chance this year, you definitely need to go out to the Harrison County and watch the Harrison County Marching Thoroughbreds. We are very excited. We are a marching band family here at the Love Household. How do I know we are a marching band family? I will tell you how I know we are a marching band family. Number one, my son Alex is his first year in marching band. Number two, my son Landon is his third year in Harrison County marching band. My son Brady is an alum of the Harris County marching band. My nephew is in marching band. My sister-in-law is in marching band. And my daughter-in-law is an alum of the marching band. So there you go, folks. If you get a chance this year, go out and watch the Harrison County Marching Thoroughbreds. And now let's get back to what we're talking about tonight. Tonight, we're going to talk about parenting. Access granted. That's right, parenting. Access granted. Now, sometimes people don't want to talk about parenting. You know why? Access denied. Because they don't know enough about parenting to be a parent. Here's the thing I get a lot as a family minister. As a minister who works with children, I hear this a lot. Lonnie, I don't need to know about parenting. I was like, why don't you need any encouragement to know about parenting? You see, Lonnie, I was a kid once. Therefore, I can raise a kid. You hear what I'm saying? I hear people telling me this all the time. Lonnie, I was a kid once. Therefore, I can raise a kid. You know what I think about that? Flush it down the toilet. Because you know why? That's the same thing as someone saying, I had an operation once. Therefore, I can perform an operation. So anyway, let's talk about parenting. What it is that we have to do about parenting. Who has an idea about parenting? I'll wait. Awkward moment of silence. But anyway, parenting can be hard at times. We know that parenting can be confusing at times. Parenting can be a time just to run off and leave. I know we've all been there. We've all been wanting to take off and leave parenting. But here's the thing, people. 
I'm going to give you some encouragement tonight. I'm going to give you some tips about parenting, and hopefully we can um, learn together. All right. Tip number one. We have to be sympathetic towards our children. If children sense that their parents sympathize with them and are interested in their circumstances, they won't feel alone to carry their burdens. Now, here's the thing. Kids will not talk to parents. Loser. I say that again. Kids will not talk to parents. Loser. We have to somehow be creative and talk to our kids, you know. Go for a walk with your kids. If your kids are out driving and you're driving with them, drive with your kids. Um, one thing you don't want to do, you don't want to nag your kids. Because nagging is going to make them not want to talk. But if you feel, you know, they feel like you're really being honest with them and you want to help carry their burdens, then they will open up. The Bible tells us that we must carry each other's burdens. And I said burdens, didn't I? Each other's burdens. We must carry. And that includes our children. Face it, folks. Kids are faced with a lot of different things today that we had when we were their age. I mean, think about it for real. I mean, kids are experiencing things a lot sooner. They're growing up a lot quicker. And they just need to um, understand that they have a parent who will honestly talk to them. So anyway, be sympathetic towards your kids. Because what happens is you build a trusting relationship with your children into adulthood which will be extremely valuable. All right, here's the second tip I want to give you tonight on parenting. Leave work at work. <laughs> I know that sounds boring, and I heard know you've heard it said before, but you must leave work at work. It is important that by faith you lay aside the stress and burdens of the job. When you come home and participate in household tasks, when you're at home and you're washing dishes and helping the lovely lady, the wife, you cannot be burdened and stressed about what's going on at work. Because here's what happens. Your kids can pick up on the stress. That's what he said. And they can turn it against each other. That's what she said. Because here's the thing. When we're stressed and we're worried, and we're thinking about work, we are losing valuable time with our family. And I know it's not easy. You know, it's very hard to leave work at work, but we have to learn, people. We have to learn to leave work at work. All right, tip number three. You have to know your kids. I mean, seriously, people, do we know our kids? Do we know what our kids like? Do we know what our kids don't like? Do we know what our kids are afraid of? Do we know what worries our kids? And how do we know about our kids? Well, we have to talk to our kids. We have to be sympathetic towards our kids. So one advice is we must know our kids. In fact, it says young people must be watched over in a good way. So they don't end up in a situation that will damage them for life. 
We must stay ahead of the devil. That's right. The devil is out to get your kids. And we must be diligent to know the state of our kids and attend to their herds. Well, basically, in Proverbs 27, 23, I was paraphrasing there. It says... In Proverbs 27, 23, be diligent to know the state of your flocks and attend to your herd. Mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, geeks, who's ever listening, you must be diligent, which means you must be, what word am I looking for? You must be forthcoming. You must be willing. You must be wanting to know the state of your flock, the state of your kids. You have to know where your kids are. Ask them, hey, where are you going? Hey, what are you watching on TV? Hey, what are you watching there on the YouTube? Uh -oh. That's right. I mean, if you watch what your kids are watching sometimes, you may be surprised. Now, that's the thing. Know your children. And knowing your children can be kind of hard because kids do not want to talk. That's right, they don't want to talk. But we got to take charge. And be parents. You know what? We all, another tip we have to have? We have to have a genuine relationship with God. That's no laughing matter. Seriously, folks. We need to have a genuine relationship with God. Because when kids see us dive into the Bible, when kids see us proactive in our walk with Christ, when kids see us wanting to help others and to love our enemies, what do you think is going to happen? Your kids are going to see that. Your kids are going to do that. Your kids... Are going to want to be like you. I'll give you here. I'll give you a little, a little, a little analogy, a little, a little kind of a illustration. Have you ever noticed? Have you ever been to a ball game, whether it's a recreational ball game, a professional ball game? You ever take your kids somewhere, and we call this the circle of affirmation. And here how it goes. Let's pretend you're watching a baseball game or a soccer game or a football game with the little one, you know, and the referee makes a bad call. Right away, the adults, they start yelling and screaming and all kinds of stuff. I mean, you can watch the news every day during the summer. A 13 or 14-year-old umpire makes a bad call. Right away, the parents go crazy. They get all mad and just start going crazy. But here's what we got to do. What happens is when the parents start acting crazy, the kids see that. And because mom and dad is never wrong. <laughs> that's right. I said that because mom and dad are never wrong. I'm being sarcastic. The kids are going to watch and do what we do. So when big bad dad is yelling at a 14 year old umpire because he missed the tag at second. Little Joe is going to yell at the little 14-year-old umpire, too. But, hey, folks, I have an idea. Why don't we turn it around? Why don't, if we see something bad on the ball field, we say, hey, 
Good try, buddy. Maybe next time. See, our kids see that. See, our kids are going to act the way we act. If we're in Walmart and you're standing in line at Walmart and you're getting aggravated with the fact that people are too slow and you get mad and start huffing and puffing when your kids get in school this year and somebody's taking too long at the water fountain, guess what they're going to do? They're going to be huffing and puffing and getting mad. So people, when you have a genuine relationship with God, you will not need to be aggravated. You won't need to be stressed. You won't need to be mad. What I'm saying, I guess what I'm saying is this. Your kids are going to watch your every move. I promise you that. Your kids are going to watch everything you do, all your negative and now you're positive. Yeah, I know you're going to say, well, Lonnie, there's kids out there who were raised in Christian's home and, and I was the best parent I could. And guess what? They went down the wrong path and they're this way and they're that way and they're this way. Yeah, I know that. But here's the thing. Not every child is like that. It's, it's up to you to guide them. You know, you, you cannot predict the future. I'm sorry. You cannot do that. You cannot say to them, hey, if you do this way, this way, this way, this way, everything would be great. You can't do that. What I'm saying is, if you build that foundation in them, if you built that that sense of you know belonging and what and what it means to follow God and show a genuine relationship with God, then it's, it's going to rub off on them. I promise. They may not come back to it right after high school. It may take them years and years and years and years, but they're going to remember mom and dad sitting down and having a relationship with God. I didn't say have a religion now. There is a big difference between a religion and a relationship. We need to have a relationship with God. All right, finally, we need to be flexible in our relationship with them. Now, wait a minute, Lonnie. You just told me to do all this other stuff. Now I got to be flexible? Yes, you have to be flexible because... When your, teen, when your children become teenagers, it's important for us as parents to step back a little from them and let them grow. That's right. Your teenagers have to grow. We have to let them, dare I say, fall and make mistakes. Because here's what happens. How many people out there learned from their mistakes? I know I did. I know I did. And I know a lot of people did. So we have to learn from our mistakes, we have to be able to say, you know what? You made a mistake, and that's okay, and I still love you. All right, so here are the tips one more time before we get off of here to be a, a good parent. Well, not the best parent, but just some tips for being a parent. You have to be sympathetic, okay? Leave work at lurk. Leave work at work, not lurk. Leave work at work. Know your children. Know who they are. Be flexible with them. And finally, one more thing, be thankful for them as individuals. You have to be thankful for not everybody is going to be like me. Not everybody is going to be like my wife. My kids are not going to be like me. Thank goodness. I want them to be individuals. We have to encourage their individuality. If they like to sing, encourage singing. If they like to draw, encourage drawing. You know, every time every kind of worship isn't about singing, isn't about reading. Everything we do in life is considered worship to God. So celebrate their individuality, you know. If he wants long hair, you know what? 
Um, let it go, man. Pick your battles. Let them have long hair. It's not going to be the end of the world. All right, because when I was in high school, I had earrings. I had long hair. I had a rat tail. I shaved my eyebrow. You know, we go through those phases, but it doesn't mean they're bad kids. Celebrate their individuality. All right, this is Lonnie reminding you guys to um to always love each other and continue to listen to Geeks with Grace. We'll see you next time. This has been Geeks with Grace.